Now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, Northlanders, not that it makes any difference to, to, to a lot of our Northlanders because they're thinking it's just the southern border. They have had 450,000 encounters along the southern border so far this year, just in the first couple of months of this year. And they have, and they have confiscated 600 and some thousand pounds of fentanyl. Enough to kill the whole population of the United States. And they, Brad, they that's, so that's what they found. That's what was confiscated. Exactly. <laughs> so that yes. means that there's probably that much or more, and I think it would be more, that actually made it through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got to believe it. But, uh, but I'm telling you, folks, if you get a chance, try to see this one video. Put it in your computer. Uh, at, you know, Just put in uh, Iranian terrorist uh, uh, found at our southern border. And this video will come up with this guy sitting there, covered himself up with head, head to toe, you know, wanted to put his, uh, put his face mask up like he was being a good citizen, you know, trying to make sure that nobody got COVID. But he was really just covering his identification. And when they took his picture with his hat and his face off, it immediately... Uh, locked him in to a, a picture of an Iranian terrorist by name, by where he had lived in Iran. And what is he doing coming across our southern border? How did he get from Iran to here? Are these are these bad questions, Kenny? Are these uh, no, questions that I shouldn't be asking? No, keep asking them. And uh, I, I think that a lot of Americans feel the same way you do. I know they do. Yeah. I mean, we we need to know, don't we? I mean, isn't that the same thing that happened when we were when we were hit on nine eleven? We were in a daydream world, and then we started finding the videos of these people coming through the airports, and we find the videos of these people entering flight schools in Texas and Southern Place, and it's the same people that intended. And and when they asked about them at the flight schools, they said, well. We thought it was a little bit weird that they really didn't seem to want to learn too much how to land. They just wanted to learn how to fly. Well, of course, because they had no intention of landing. Their landing was going to be smack dab into the side of one of the Twin Towers. That's their landing technique. But we didn't We didn't seem to be have open eyes enough. No, no, nobody would plan anything like that, would they? Just like this guy coming across the board, well, he's probably just looking for a good life here in America and probably wants a job. Maybe he's going to find uh, something good here. No, he's a terrorist. He's on the terrorist watch list. He's hiding in the back trunk of a car, covering his face when he stopped. He didn't want us to know who he was. It's not like he hugged the security guard or the... uh, Border Patrol guy said, oh, thank you for finding me. I want to be an American. No, none of that. Uh, so we, we, better, we better start opening our eyes and finding out what's going on here. Remember, Iran and Russia are close allies, very close allies. In fact, isn't Russia buying drones from Iran to use in the war against the Ukraine? If Russia wanted to hit us, for supplying all of the uh, military equipment that we have to them, uh, to the Ukrainians, would that maybe be a simple way to do it? 
get a hold of the Iranians who have done it before. You know, they've uh, slipped people into this country before to attack us in different ways. Maybe that would be the way. Let's. Uh, we've got uh, Tom from Port Wing on the line. Uh, Tom, uh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you. I'm, I was surprised that you hadn't mentioned, and I'm just. This is just my comment this morning, that we are okay. now uh, under discussions with Ukraine on uh, what kind of planes they're going to need. Yeah, can you believe that? Yeah. So anybody who says. Yeah, 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 all that uh, talk about, you know, marching us closer and closer. Well, I don't know how you could get much closer the planes because no. we barely uh, got uh, the uh, tank uh, thing going, and now we're already talking planes? Hmm. <laughs> They're already talking but, planes. Kenny but, hit it right on the head the other day when he called it a proxy war. It That's really yeah. what it is. If we're supplying good, everything except the manpower... It's a proxy war. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to mention something. I, I heard this again with the uh, mention of the uh, passing of uh, Dave Durenberg. Okay? Yes. And yes. this has really not so much to do with him. This is a trend I've noticed uh, in the talking heads in the media. Okay? And this has to do with the whole climate change down the, down the line. And the trend is... Claiming victory. You know, Brad, this whole thing in our lifetime started with, oh, we're going to another ice age. Remember back in the 1960s and the early 70s? Yeah, we're headed for the ice age. Then it was the ozone, you know, and then it was acid rain. And that's where Dave Durenberger comes in on this because they had mentioned uh, in his old bit that, you know, he was instrumental in the Clean Air Act, which cured the acid rain problem. And I, I beg to differ on that. And then we went to global warming, and now we're at climate change. And here's the trend that I've noticed. Claiming victory. Mount, getting up on these, uh, you know, uh, mountains of what I say is very inexact science, and then saying we won that battle. Uh, not too long ago I heard about how we whooped that whole thing with ozone. The ozone was layer was disappearing, and, you know, if it wasn't for the United States and our environmentalists and we got all this stuff changed, and now the ozone layer is mending itself. Well, we really don't know if, it, if this was a naturally occurring thing where there were uh, the ozone layer, sometimes there were holes, sometimes it would shrink, sometimes it would expand. But yet they're, they're claiming victory, and here's the reason why. Because I believe all of this stuff has credibility then on the climate change issue. Look at how we defeated all these other things, and now here we are at climate change. This is nothing more than their global warming stuff uh, rewarmed, uh, you know, like yesterday's oatmeal, and then no. saying we won. We won on all these other things, and this is why you have to believe us on this. It's just like with, with the whole issue of we defeated the pandemic because of, uh, you know, the vaccine and mask and so on and so forth. Now we, we claim victory and march on, and supposedly all of us dummies are supposed to just line up and nod our heads in agreement that, oh, the smartest people in the room, they cured all these other problems. Certainly they'll clear cure climate change by making us do what? All ride around in electric vehicles, all solar panels and windmills. No. Well, we can't let them well, do Tom, this, Brad. 
Yeah. Tom, haven't we haven't we cleared up the carbon issue already anyway? I mean, I read the story in the Minneapolis paper today. Here's the yeah. here's the headlines. Today, yeah. state sees big drop in carbon emissions. Minnesota on track for climate goals after 23% decline in greenhouse gases since 2005. Well, wait a minute. We we haven't even begun to address all of these issues that they claim are out there, and yet we're already seeing a 23% decline? From what? Exactly. You know, you know where else this came up, you know, as far as I was concerned? I started listening, you know, about what's happening on the West Coast with all the rain, and they're building up some of the reservoirs for doing what? Generating hydroelectric. And that's the savior, you know. Well, you know, yeah. in Wisconsin at one time, we had over 400 dams that the environmentalists made us smash down because the little fishies weren't going to be able to go upstream any further. They couldn't swim up the stream. The <laughs> as we know it. Well, you know, on the one hand, you have the environmentalists telling us one thing, the media telling us another, and, and they're in direct opposition to each other. And these are the people that are supposed to be leading the charge on all this stuff? No. Yeah. Let's not let them dictate to us, and let's hold their feet to the fire. The BS about Amen. how we cure the ozone and acid rain is just that, in my opinion. I'm just saying the evidence is not all in on those subjects. No. And then we're supposed to turn everything isn't. over and to, uh, you know, climate change? No. No. We <laughs> can't you, do Tom. that. Man. We have to be in opposition to it because yeah. there's no science there. So well, that, that's, that's just it. And when, you, when I read this story this morning, I'm thinking, where? how could we be down 23%? We haven't even done literally anything yet. Uh, that that they claim we should be doing to get rid of all of the carbon. Well, listen, folks, uh, seriously, we're getting very close to a very important date, a very important date. If you want to have a great relationship with that uh, certain someone you're with now and you want to make sure it continues on, don't forget uh, February 14th. Uh, that's a very important day. That's called Valentine's Day. And if you live with a, a significant uh, other or you spend some time with a significant number, they like to get something from you, whether it's a box of sweets, uh, whether it's some uh, chocolate, uh, chocolate-shaped chocolate or heart-shaped chocolate bombs. You can get all of those over in Superior, Wisconsin at a little place called Sweden Sweets. Uh, it's a candy shop in Superior, Wisconsin on Tower Avenue, 601 Tower Avenue to be exact, and they have more things in that shop than you would find literally just about anywhere to tickle your sweet tooth. They specialize in homemade chocolates, fudge, candy. They've even got their own ice cream bar with their own homemade ice cream and waffle cones. Valentine's Day is coming up soon. They've got chocolate-covered strawberries. Nothing goes to a lady's heart better than chocolate-covered strawberries. Pre-order and pick up when you want them. So you know what? Uh, get a hold of them right now. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., and they're open Sundays, noon to 5. Uh, they've got delivery options as well as they'll make them up for you ahead of time, and you can pick them up there as well. So call the store at 715-718-0713 to learn more about the great Valentine's Day options they have at Sweden Sweets. And we'll be right back after this break. 
KDAL time is 12.23. I've got seven above at the Army Corps of Engineers. Southwest wind about eight miles an hour. And Brad, on the phone, we do have Margaret from Wood Magic. Magic. I like magic. Hiya, Margaret. We're doing, we're doing good. It's, uh, it's a little cold, but it's the way it is up here in the northern part of the country. And, you know, if we never got snow and cold, they couldn't snowmobile, they couldn't ski. There's just a lot of things that, that happen in the wintertime. Bear grease went good. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, and we're, uh, we're still on the appointment-only basis for Wood Magic for this okay. week. And maybe next week, and then after that, should be back on our full schedule. But uh, the best thing to do is to give me a call at 218-729-7175, 218-729-7175 to make an appointment. And I will make sure that we can get together for you to come in and see all the marvelous things that we have up there. And uh, the name that I have today is Karen Amborn. Karen Amborn. And Karen I will Amborn, okay. I will be giving her a call as soon as we're off the phone, and uh, letting her know that she's won a forty percent off a purchase—not an item, but a purchase. No. Store. And you know, with the nine rooms that we have up there that are completely full, it's just marvelous to walk around and see what you might want to uh, enhance your home, or for gifts, or different things that are coming up through the year. Um, this, you know, we're the curtain store in town. We have the heritage curtain table lace. We've got the park home decor. We've got a whole room of Fenton glass. We've got just the right shoe, Sandy Cast Animals, David Frick, Ben, Willie Ray. The beat goes on. Oh, yeah. man, so many things. <laughs> really? There's so many things that we just can't uh, can't mention them every week because there's we'd go crazy. <laughs> and we probably now, are. Now, Margaret, were you were you able to get another good supply of those socks in? You have some incredible socks that were so warm, and yet they're yeah. designer kind of, yeah, those are great. They are just absolutely wonderful. People love them. They come back, and once they bought them, they come back and get more. They make wonderful gifts, or they're just for yourself. And we've got the baby socks that are the cutest things I've ever seen. I just They just <laughs> warm my heart every time I see them. So you need to come in. We're up at 5105 Miller Trunk Highway. The hours that we're open now are very scattered, so it's best to give me a call and make an appointment right. or find out yep. when I'm going to be there. So just 218-729-7175, woodmagic.org. Come on in and see me when you get a chance. Thank you. And you have to remember, people, um, Margaret is kind of running this whole operation all by herself now uh, since she lost her friend and sidekick there for many, many years. And what that means is when she's got issues that come up, doctor's appointments for family members or whatever, she's got to kind of take the time to do that herself. So thank you, Margaret. Appreciate it very much. Well, Kenny, it's bad enough we're talking about uh, what Biden is doing at the border. And, you know, you've got... You've still got his. Well, Brad, he's not doing anything at the border. Security. Well, that's it. I mean, he's doing nothing, but yet he makes us feel like he's. Oh, well, the border's under control. Mayorkas, wow, wait, 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 the border's closed. It's not open for the general public, and yet you got you. This morning, they have a five four-star general of the Border Patrol organization. In other words, he's like the top Border Patrol agent. And they're asked, they've got him on the hot seat at this committee hearing. And 
This this guy from California, Republican from California, asks him straight out. He says, you know, the Biden administration has been telling us that uh, the border border uh, is under control, that uh, we've got uh, all the help we need there, uh, and uh, that we've stopped the flow of immigrants. Um, are, is, is the border under control? And this guy didn't even blink an eye and said, no, it is not. We need help. You know, if you've got the professionals going against the administration and telling you we need help, Shouldn't we be giving it to them? Or are we just going to keep, are we, here's what's going to happen, Kenny, don't you think? What's going to happen here is we're going to just keep allowing this thing to go. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people a month come flowing across. Then then you've got this whole thing that, that what do they refer to it as? Uh, that the, they, they lose track of them. Because <laughs> they, they asked Mayorkas yesterday, what about these 600 and some thousand people that are uh, turned that you've turned loose? Do you know who they are and where they are? He refused to answer. He danced around. He gave him the old best little whorehouse in Texas routine and never responded to it. These are the kind of people we have. And they asked this guy this morning, was the border, asked him straight out, was the border under better control under President Donald Trump? He said yes, because he was stopping people. He made it very clear that we weren't open for everybody to cross the border, and it was in better control. You can't ask for a more direct question from somebody that you have put in charge to the position of being the top brass of the entire department. Anyway, folks, we've got our CBS News. Uh, how are we doing on CBS? Look, it sounds like that's kind of uh, back on full scale now, huh, Kenny? I, we're having issues, and I'm glad you brought it up because this isn't a, a nationwide, actually I, I, a worldwide issue. But uh, CBS, uh, there was some uh, there was some hacking going on. I don't have all the details, but uh, okay. it's not exclusive to Midwest Communications. This affects all CBS affiliates really around wow. the world, and it's a, a bigger fix than they initially thought. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, are we can can we go there? Are we ready to go now, or do you want me to delay it for a while? Well, let's give it a whirl. All right. Let's try to go on CBS News. KDAL time is 1, 2, 3, 4, 12, 34 the current time, and I'm going down to the Army Corps of Engineers. There I am, 8 above southwest wind at eight miles an hour so we're relatively uh, mild compared to what's going to be coming up here in the next couple of days and i don't know if we want to alert anybody to you know this isn't going to be uh you know the end of the world but it's going to be cold and wind chills are well, going to be no. dangerously cold and yes, we just have to exactly. be prepared for that that's the boy scout model be a boy scout be prepared be prepared yes right well and you know that's a good thing to do kenny because we're we're not saying that that this wind and the cold is going to be the end of the earth, but it could be if you don't if you're not prepared for it. If you get stuck out in the middle of nowhere and the winds are whipping at fifty miles an hour and you got twenty below temperatures, you'd better not get out of that car and try to walk somewhere because it's not going to be good. Uh, you need and you know what you need. What I read the other day to keep you warm in that kind of a situation is just a small candle in an enclosed area. That little candle can create enough heat to keep you alive. I had a friend so, who, believe it or not, yeah. kept his. This was thirty years ago, actually, maybe thirty-five years ago, and he had a dog that he kept outside, 
And that's okay. a whole other issue. Thinking back on it, it was it was not a good thing. But he had a doghouse, and he put a light bulb in there. And I can't remember the wattage. It was real low. It might have been 40 watts. I don't remember. And i got to tell you, Brad, it kept that doghouse relatively warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it it makes such a difference, I'll tell you. Um, now, well, today's, listen, light bulbs, today's light bulbs, <laughs> LED will not provide that heat. That won't provide any Isn't heat. That no, terrible? thank you. Yeah. It, it might give you a nice little glow light, yeah. but it's not going to provide you any heat. Well, listen, we've got a caller on from Hawthorne over. And this is Wisconsin, I'm assuming, right? Fred from Hawthorne? Good afternoon, Fred. Hi, Brad. How you doing? Good, good. How about you? Trying to keep warm. He keeps running. I can't understand it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we'll talk a little bit about abortion. I know that you're talking about. I tried to call in yesterday, but I, I called in too late. Anyway, okay. I'm completely against abortion. I believe life starts at conception. I'm a man, and but, but women, childbearing people, are still going to have abortions, whether it's legal or illegal. When I was uh, back in the '60s, a friend of mine, his girlfriend, became pregnant. And she had an abortion. It was really gut-wrenching for both of them. But hers was illegal. So it's better that, you know, even though I don't like abortion, it's better they do it legal where everything's regulated. But, you know, I think really what you need on your show is to have someone from pro-choice and someone from pro-life have a discussion, or you get to talk to each one individually. You know, the women are really ones that need their opinion, not, not men. men. Men know nothing about childbearing. Well, exactly, exactly. And and I understand that when you have a woman say to you, uh, uh, Fred, that, hey, th- this is not a discussion that men should even be involved in because they don't deliver babies. But men are involved, especially if it's a family situation. And the other thing that I don't like about this, this current bill in Minnesota is if you have a child who gets pregnant, you as a parent don't have the right to know about it. I think that's wrong. Yeah. Hey, here's a, here's a, here's a, if if people don't like that uh, law, everyone should write a letter to Governor Wall saying, "I don't like this law. This is what I don't like about it." So if he has a hundred thousand letters come in, that might wake him up a little bit. <laughs> That's my opinion. You know what? You're probably right. You, that just might. Uh, I don't know that it's too late now. He seemed to be smiling. His wife was there at the signing yesterday. They were all excited, and all the women's groups were there and excited and. Uh, and now, of course, now they're not done. They're going to try to go through every Minnesota law and get rid of anything that might be somewhat restrictive uh, of the law that they currently have there. Uh, any kind of restrictions on time limits or providing health care for a child if the child comes out and gets through the abortion chain and is alive, you can't even provide them uh, health care. Right. So everybody should write a letter. Anyway, whether it's too late or not, it wouldn't hurt. It's a great <laughs> idea. They want to great change, idea. I, would, I think it would help. Okay, let's get All back right. to your job. Thanks a lot. Thank, thank you, Fred. Appreciate you, uh, appreciate you letting your voice be heard on that. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people really, um, they wouldn't, they, there wouldn't be even that much obsession with this if it was a little more understanding. If there was... You know, I, I think there's common sense things that can be done that can, uh, if there is a health issue or whatever, 
but there are other sides. Of the, there, there are those that are vehemently against abortion that won't allow it even in the case of health or uh, life of the mother or anything else. Um, it, 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 is, it does seem to be the issue of the day that there is no middle ground on. I don't know. Well, it's interesting. I, I got another. Well, I, yeah, was, go I was just going to say that it, there's something extremely creepy when the governor of Minnesota and all those people standing behind him as he's signing this bill to uh, yes. basically allow abortions up to the day before they, they're born, and he's got sk- kids standing next to him. Yeah. There's something yeah. Cr- really bizarre and creepy about that, Brad. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, <laughs> Well, it, they should almost be wearing a tag. I made it through, or something. Yeah, exactly. And then a week oh. or two ago, he signs, or, or rather, uh, when it comes to spending the surplus, he wants to spend it on education to make it the best place in the U.S. where kids can uh, learn. For kids. Well, yeah. yeah. If you live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I shouldn't be laughing. That's not no, funny no, at all. And the whole situation is not funny. But it it's, is. It's, it's really sad. It's creepy. It's scary. It's sad. It's, well, here, I've, I've got the sound bite, Brad. Are you ready? Here's okay. what it is. I'm ready. You ready? Unconscionable. Ready. Unconscionable. It is. It is absolutely that. And you know, you know what else it is? It it's not nice, and don't ever say that Minnesota. You know our our whole theory and uh, the way we treat people is Minnesota nice. You tell that to that pile of aborted babies that have been dragged off and thrown in the dumpster or whatever they do with the with the remaining carcasses that are left. Um, how can that be nice? You know there are there. I don't care what you say about abortion, whether a woman was impregnated or whether however it went down there are hundreds of thousands of people that would love to have a child and would adopt a child in a minute but but like you said uh, children at the signing and other women crying like it's the gray oh man that we're saved now don't have unprotected sex if you don't want to get pregnant but let me I, I want to I want to get off of that subject just for a moment and ask you another question because one of our listeners asked me this this morning and I got it right. I don't know that everybody when you think about what the job of a president if somebody asked you what's the number one job of the president of the United States what would you think it would be? Oh me? Yeah, the security can. of this nation. Yes, that's well, in a, in a roundabout way, it would be protecting the country. Yes, which would be the same thing, the security of our nation. So when you say that, wh- why don't why don't the Republicans that now control the House of Representatives, why don't they file impeachment against uh, Joe Biden, against the president? Because he can't be provide he can't be uh, providing us with protection when he's allowing a southern border to have 500,000 unknown, unregistered, have no idea who these people are, come flooding in on a monthly basis. That's not protecting us. And then, on top of all that, when you see one up close and personal and he's matched up to a terrorist spy organization out of Iran, and you got to ask yourself, how did he get here? What, what in the world is he doing here? It's Believe me. 
It's not for your good will. So he's, the president is not doing what he's supposed to be doing, and that's protecting this nation, keeping us safe. We got a mess at the southern border. And you know what? It was Tim, I think, yesterday that really hit it on the head. Today is the day, by the way, that McCarthy and, and Joe Biden are going to sit down. McCarthy, the new head of the House, you know, the Speaker of the House, and uh, Joe Biden. And Joe Biden yesterday, did did you hear him as a as reporter were trying to ask him questions uh, about his meeting with McCarthy today? And he says, hey, I want him to bring a, uh, bring a budget, bring bring his budget, bring, bring uh, uh, what do you, uh, bring your cuts, bring what you're going to budget, and I'll give you my budget. Or some ridiculous mumbling statement such as that. What he was trying to say is that, uh, well, it's great that McCarthy can say, uh, you know, uh, we're not going to just give you uh, a new debt ceiling. We want to come up with some. We want to come up with some issues. While Tim from Two Harbors should get the win of the week when he said yesterday something to the effect that you tell Joe Biden we'll give you the debt ceiling you want. We'll give you the increase so you can continue to spend money, but you've got to close that southern border to nothing but legal traffic. Period. End of statement. And I don't know. I don't care how you do it. If you have to call in the army, you got to do it. Anyway, folks, we've got somebody that's back from Key Largo, Montego, and he's. I I understand. Does he have a tan, Kenny? Can you see him from where you are, or is he standing up in the window of the bank building there, showing the world his tan from Key Largo? Chris Dahlberg. I think I got some color down there. How could you not? You're you're a white pasty Minnesota kid, and you go down there, and all of a sudden you got eighty degree weather. You're gonna get some. You know, you're gonna get some tan. Yeah, in the last two days, we finished up on Monday. We took the ferry out to Dry Tortugas, and that's a, a oh. naval base that's out there. They they built many years ago, and we went. You know, did snorkeling, and the sun was just wonderful. And then on Tuesday, we did that jet ski. Uh, out of Key Key West, and I've never been okay. on a jet ski before, and so it, that was crazy. And we went for almost two hours, and um, we were getting up to speeds of forty-eight, fifty miles an hour. <laughs> it was flying, <laughs> lots of sun. Did you did you by any chance do that parasailing? You know where they pull you behind a boat and you you kind of go up on a sail. That's the one we missed. I'll have to do it next That's time. That's the one you missed. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we did everything. We went to Hemingway's house. We went to Truman's Little White House, they called, because that's where Truman, uh, he had some problems with his uh, coughing all the time. And the doctor yeah. said, you've got to go to a, a warm climate, like you made the decision. And, right. and it cured his cough within three days uh, down there. It was just amazing. And um, we did this um, haunted ghost tour, which was interesting. And um, we we went to the Marine Museum. Um, it was just, it was wonderful. <laughs> Boy, that does sound like a great trip. And, of and course, you know the was, weather down there is, Kenny's been down there. It's spectacular. The well, weather was down telling, there is just. I was telling Kenny, it's kind of like the adult version of Disney World. And you know what I liked about it is um, there was, was shops all around all the time. You can go to all of them, restaurants. There were all kinds of bars. But people, by and large, were respectful. It wasn't like Daytona Beach and all-out, uh, you know, yeah, college drunk yeah. drunk fest. And even right. late at night, there wasn't just you know unruly behavior. So people were really well behaved. 
Um, I saw that the crowds were older there that I thought. You know, they were like yeah. age 30 to 60. And the, the people that were probably 70 or so, 80, they were out, but they, they did tended to go out at certain times. I think maybe they were locals. And they, yeah. they had their own routine, I think. And there wasn't a lot of really young kids. So there weren't parents well, bringing... And, and they're not going to be out late at night because us 70-year-olds were sleeping by 9 o'clock. <laughs> well, we were sleeping too, Brad, by that time, because I'll tell you, you get exhausted. It's fun. And uh, Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, we went to great restaurants. One, I, probably my favorite was Blue Heaven. And, of course, for those who haven't been down to Key West, there's chickens all over and, and roosters, and that's kind of the fun thing. They're, they're all over, and we went to Hemingway's place that had, what do they call it, Polydigit cats. They had like six thumbs or six fing- uh, claws <laughs> on each paw. They're huge. They're, they got these baseball mitt sized gloves. <laughs> What's that all about? <laughs> well, he had these uh, original uh, cats. They were known, uh, I guess, on ships better for mousing, uh, you know, because they had oh, these big, okay. they had these big okay, mitts. Sure. And the other thing they do is these cats have been there since the time of Hemingway. But so they keep the the breed you know going, but they don't have genetic problems. They get lucky cats that win the lottery from the animal shelter, so they bring them in oh. to help out with the gene pool. And you still get the you know the six-toed uh, cats or whatever, but you get the unusual ones. So I saw one like my cat. It was a Norwegian forest cat looking, but it was fun. It was a great time. We were down there, I think, ten days. So. Well, I'll tell you what, while you were gone, your uh, able assistant there, Nicole, was working hard to get people to come in and get you, uh, keep you busy with your with your uh, appointment book. She had some people coming. She got you booked up, some some good appointments coming up. She did. We got a lot of on the deck. And, you know, next week, this week's probably going to be pretty busy, uh, you know, catching up. She really does a nice job at triaging. But for the listeners, we've talked about this. Do your New Year's resolution. Get your will done. And there's people who really have been talking about this for 15, 20 years, saying, we've got to get our will done. I know our neighbors have done it. You know, everybody does it. I know what happens in a probate. It's a disaster. So call the Dahlberg Law Office, 218-722-5809. Again, Dahlberg Law Office, 218-722-5809. And as always, you can go right on our web at DahlbergLaw.com, and there's an easy spot there for contact. You can say, hey, here's what we want to do, or we got a problem with our family cabin, and we're yeah. having a, you yeah. know, having a dispute. Can you help us? So, you know, write to us, call us. We'll take care of you. In both Minnesota and Wisconsin, folks, he can help you out and take care of you like that. So the number again, Chris, is what? 218-722-5809. And uh, I'm in you, with you all now at this point. I'm, I'm braving the cold. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's terrible <laughs> back here. But, but that's the life we live, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Well, suffer. (laughs) Welcome back. Suffer, Okay. Take care, Brad. (laughs) Thanks. Kenny, we got to go to our Minnesota news break. Let's do that. KDAL time is 1256. I was just reading through this uh, forecast coming up here. Nine degrees right now in Cloquet, by the way. Uh, Today's going to be mostly cloudy. We might see some pokes of sun through here, but it's going to be relatively mild. Uh, It's going to be below normal. Normal high this time of the year is 21 degrees. But what we've just come through, it's going to be relatively mild to some degree. Highs in the low to mid, maybe upper teens. But uh, tomorrow is when things are going to change. Actually, tonight, the wind's going to move in. We're not going to get the real severe cold tonight. Tomorrow, Thursday, sunny and blustery. Highs will start out in the single digits and then start to drop. So we're concerned about tomorrow, tomorrow night, and Friday 
of this uh, most severe cold snap that's coming up. I, I feel so cheap, Kenny. I, I, you know, I, I complained about it being 50 degrees when I was on the water fishing the other day, and I, I, I apologize for that. <laughs> you, you people are really going through the, the grief. See, Brad? Now, that's cold. Uh, we've yeah. been trying to get him. He finally called in. The time is tight. We do have J-Serve on the phone. Wonderful. We thought we weren't going to get you here today. I'm hey, so glad we well, were able to. T- and I'm sure part of it, you're, you're so busy because of the temperatures, right? I'm out servicing your listeners right as Kenny was trying to call me on the phone there. So I know we don't have a lot of time today, so we won't talk about products or services today. What I want to do today is I want to wish Grandma June Lind a very happy 90th birthday. She is yeah, it was great. Customers. And uh, yeah. June had a surprise 90th birthday party at the Cloquet VFW yesterday that her sons invited me to. She listens to your show every day, Brad. She loves AirServe. I'm her favorite AirServe employee. And uh, Grandma June is just an amazing lady. She's kind of a small lady, but she's got a lot of kick to her. You don't want to cross her. And uh, <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Uh, she's uh, not a Joe Biden voter. I'll put it that way, Brad. Okay, there you go. Okay. Well, I sent her a happy birthday wish and signed it, Brad Bennett. So I hope she, uh, I hope she got that. But on her Facebook oh. thing, that was really nice. Yeah, that what was. A, what a lovely lady. Well, you go back to doing what you're going to do today. Let do, do this though. Let us have your phone number so that if anybody wants to call AirServe and get a hold of you, uh, how can they do that? Our telephone number at the office is 218-879-SERV, S-E-R-V. And we've got that great website, airserve.com, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate yeah, he's, that very much. He got a hold of me last night, sent me the picture, and I thought, wait a second. This is a, a caller from time to time, June. Yes, she calls from occasionally. Yeah. And she yep. turned 90 years old. And, Brad, I think it's appropriate that we end the program with a happy birthday. How's that? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to time this out, and uh, we're going to go right now with it. And that's for June from Carlton.